Well, I am feeling a little tired this evening. It has been such a long day. How about you? I think it's time for both of our bedtimes. What do you mean you aren't tired? That's ridiculous. We've been running errands all day for your parents, and you aren't tired? It's not good to stay up past your bedtime, you know. Oh, you don't think so? Well, here's a story that will make you think otherwise. There once lived a little boy by the name of Matt. He lived in a large house that would always creak and crack, especially at night. Thinking it to be monsters, Matt would run into his parents' room saying there was a monster. His parents at first were very kind. Matt's dad kept coming into Matt's room to check underneath the bed, look in the closet, and even lift the toilet seat up. Matt had claimed that he had heard the monster in there from time to time. Each time Matt's dad came with him, there would be no monster. He tried to tell his dad about the noises, but his dad said that it was nothing. One time they were investigating together, there was a loud creak that rang throughout the hallway. Matt screamed at the top of his lungs and his dad asked if that was the noise. Matt nodded his head yes. Dad sighed with a slight chuckle. <laughs> That's just the house settling. It's old, so all the beams and posts are sinking into each other. It's normal. Matt's dad took him back to his room and tucked him into bed. He was tired and needed to get up for work, so he kissed Matt goodnight and left. That night, Matt went to bed slowly, but he was able to wake up at a normal time. However, he noticed that his closet door was open. He hadn't opened it yesterday, and made sure after him and his dad checked the house that it was shut. That was weird. The day flew by and Matt came back home from a typical day of school. He did his homework, played some video games with his friends, and had dinner with mom and dad. At night, Matt was worried that he would hear the creaks and groans from the house, but he knew there were no monsters. That was a relief. So Matt got into his bed and let his mom shut the lights off. He said goodnight and closed his eyes. It took a while for Matt to sleep. During that time, he tried really hard not to listen to the sounds of the house, but it was too difficult. In frustration and fear, Matt got out of his bed and moved towards the door, but the closet door creaked open. Matt froze. He waited for something to show itself. Was there really going to be a monster? Nothing appeared out of the closet. Matt was freaking out, but he didn't want to run out of his room. He didn't know if the monster in the closet was going to run after him, yet nothing was happening. He decided to move for the door. As Matt took another step forward, and as soon as his foot planted on the floor, the front door to his room closed all on its own. He knew he didn't do that, but he was more afraid to move than anything else. What was in his room? It was dark and hard for him to see. He looked back to the closet and saw that the door was more open. It was dark as if it extended very far past all the clothes and sweaters that hung in there. Matt thought that there was a corridor in his closet. He thought he could see light all the way at the end of the tunnel. He was curious, but he was super scared. So Matt ran back to his bed and hopped under the covers. He hid his head and closed his eyes, hoping that the noise in his room would stop. He heard creaks, cracks, and random noises that made him worry the scary thing in the closet would come out and grab him. He even heard a door slam, but didn't know which one. He didn't want to look outside until the sun came up. The morning arrived, and Matt woke up groggy from his terrifying night. He ran to his parents who told him he was being crazy. There was no hallway in his closet. He begged for them to go look, and they told him he needed to grow up. He went to school that day a little sad that his parents didn't believe him. That night, as Matt got back home, he knew he needed to prove there was a hallway in his closet. He waited up all night through all the creaks of the house until he felt it was the right time. 
He got out of bed and moved to the door. Like last night, the front door closed and the closet door opened. He pulled out his iPhone and began to record a video. However, when he aimed the camera at the closet, it just showed a closed closet. That was weird. He was confused and walked closer and closer until Matt started walking into the corridor. The camera shut up as soon as he crossed the threshold into his closet. The strange thing was he couldn't get his phone back on. It was like it was a dead zone with all electronics. However, Matt didn't want to turn back and go try it again. He could see the light at the end of the tunnel and wanted to know what was there. Matt walked through the corridor and out to the other side. It was his room, but different. Everything was older. Instead of his blue bedspread, it was white. The wood was darker and red. There weren't any of his toys and Matt saw that there were many candles. He wondered who lived here. Hello, you've come. Matt looked behind him and there was an older looking boy. He had wrinkles like Matt's grandpa, but he also seemed to be a mirror image of Matt. Sorry, I'm being rude and you are probably a bit afraid. My name is Tit. I've been living here for a very, very long time. Matt was wowed and asked him how. Well, when I was about your age, I had difficulty getting to sleep. My father was building this house, and as it said, I could hear each individual Greek and crack, and it drove me so mad. I tried to ask him to fix it, but he said I should just sleep through it. I tried to do as he said, but I never could get over the noises. I noticed one night that as I went after my father, the door to the hallway suddenly closed. I didn't have the window open, so there was no breeze coming in from the window. And I certainly didn't close it myself. I wanted to go back to bed, but I decided to get my father instead. When I opened the door, I found myself back in my bedroom. I entered my room and went for the door again, but each time I tried to enter the hallway, I wound up in my room. It was as if I was trapped. I didn't know what to do. I looked and saw that the closet was open, and I entered it. But I kept going down a long, long corridor, and there was no light. I was too afraid to go back and get a candle for I might put the whole house up in flames. I went back to my room and I tried to get to sleep, but I couldn't. Each time I tried to close my eyes, the sounds of the creaks kept coming back in droves. So, I stayed awake, held the candle and did whatever I could to pass the time. Soon, a lot of time passed, and I have been awake ever since. Well, Matt was stupefied by this story. It sounded just like his scenario. He didn't want to get stuck in the room forever. He looked back at the closet door and could see the exit to his room. Tim chuckled and said that he should better get going, but didn't stop there. Make sure you sleep, or else you will get stuck here with me, and you will never be able to sleep again. Matt nodded rapidly, and he went back to the closet. He ran through the long, hollow corridor towards his room. He didn't know how long it was going to be, but he kept running and running until he entered into his room. He saw the closed door to the hallway, the blue bedspread, and all of his toys. He looked back to the closet and saw that it was his normal closet with coats and sweaters. He then looked to the door at the hallway and wanted to get his dad, but he remembered what Tim had said, even though he might have not been real. Matt got in his bed and he tried to go to sleep. It was difficult to find some peace and quiet with all these creaks and crones. It was as if the house was testing him, but slowly he was able to fall fast asleep. Matt woke up and got ready for school. He told his mom and dad all about his adventure with Tim in the room in the closet and they said that was great. Obviously they didn't believe him, but they did say how happy and how proud they were that he went to bed on his own. From then on, 
Matt was able to find sleep through all the creaks and noises. There wasn't anything to be afraid of, and he didn't have to worry about going to bed ever again. Well, clearly it's best that you get to bed on time and not disturb your parents. I know it's difficult, but we've all had to deal with these issues and we've all turned out fine. Well, except for Tim, that is. Oh, never mind Tim, it's only a story. You'll be fine, I swear. Plus, <laughs> it's bedtime, so don't worry about it. You will be A-OK. -okay.